Welcome to the Rest and Reflect podcast. I'm Michaela. And I'm Shania. We're two friends in our 20s. We've been friends since high school, though. We uh, both live in a small town in Alaska. And a little reason why we chose the name Rest and Reflect, it ties into my 2023 New Year's resolution. I'm not really someone that normally makes resolutions, but at the start of this year, I thought about how last year went and I realized that a lot of the time I was just kind of on cruise control and I was just trying to get by um, through each day without really living or thinking about what God was doing in my life and the ways he was trying to work. And I realized I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to, to take more time to reflect. And yeah, so we both have different ways. We obviously express and document different seasons of life we go through, and sometimes our thoughts and the things we learn are just too long for our digital Instagram journals. Uh, So this is another medium we plan on using to help us do, as the title says, rest and reflect. And lately we've been reflecting a lot about godly community. So a little backstory on our lives. Um, We both grew up in Alaska, but We both went to college out of state. I went to college in 2018 to 2022. I went to Grand Canyon University in Arizona. And yeah, I went to college um, in Olivet Nazarene University in Illinois. Um, That story in in of itself was um, very interesting and cool and God works in a lot of different ways. Um, So, but I went there from 20... what is it, 2017 to 2021, and I graduated with a nursing degree, um, Christian college as well, um, mine was a lot smaller though than Michaela's, (laughs) Michaela's was huge, so, um, which, it's not anything bad or anything, I'm just, I just think it's funny sometimes, yeah, I think that community was a huge part of my campus, which I did love, um, coming from a small town, I just, I grew up in the church, but I feel like I never felt community like I did when I went to Mm -hmm. school. Yeah. And there was just so many people all with the same kind of goal or purpose. Like we were all working towards our degree, but um, it was a Christian school. So obviously not everyone was a believer, but it was just a big part of the the campus life. Um, But yeah, but you got to go to... A Christian call like a Christian college and even though not everyone was a Christian there you're still going to encounter hopefully others who are more like-minded than you mm-hmm. because you went to a public high school like I went to yes. a Christian high school so I mean I definitely had a community here in my school in, in high school but like just because you go to a Christian high school doesn't mean everyone's a Christian mm-hmm. but um and mine was smaller and tight-knit but um yeah, I don't know. That's just something that I just, I forgot. <laughs> I realized, I guess. Um, but, yeah. What is, um, yeah, but with both of us leaving, though, um, like me finishing my four years and hers as well, we both had um, that godly community, whether it be with other people our age or someone older as well mentoring us. I had that in college and I didn't realize how important um it was until I was already in it actually Mm -hmm. and then when I left and then graduated coming back to my small town and not 
you know, a place near Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> I was like, man, um, am I going to still have that? And because I had a mentor in college, too. She was only four years older than me. Mm. And she was a great influence in my life. She was also um, a nursing major. So I went to her for everything. But also she was just such a great influence in um, what a godly marriage should look like. She was newly married. Mm. Um, and it was just really, I got to go to her wedding. <laughs> and I just loved seeing her there and just she was always pouring into me she walked through me as well with different um things that happened in my family and was always just so so encouraging and it's just I'm very blessed that I had her in my life but coming back um I definitely had a feeling of where you know is my where is <laughs> where is my like godly community gonna yeah. come from because it's just yeah this is not a big town that me and Michaela come from, but mm -hmm. did you have similar feelings? Definitely. I was very worried. Like <laughs> the whole last year I was at school, um, which while I was at school, I think I kind of took the community for granted at times. Cause I did like, I loved all the people my own age and getting to make so many new friendships. But at the same time, I feel like I realized in college that I was an introvert or more of an introvert than I ever thought I was and so that was kind of a learning curve because here I am surrounded by so many people and so many friendships and I was in my room so much just like <laughs> by myself so I feel like for a few years I took it for granted but definitely the last year I was at school I knew I was coming back to Alaska and um, I actually, I was an elementary education major, so I knew I was going to finish my degree, my student teaching here, and the whole last year I was just like mentally preparing myself for that and knowing that it wasn't going to be the same, I wouldn't have as many friendships, I wouldn't have the same community, the same ministry opportunities, and mm, I feel yeah. like I was... I was trying to appreciate every moment, but I was also almost mourning it like mm. <laughs> before it happened, but... I kind of had a different experience because I didn't have a mentor in college, but I did just really feel like I got to embrace community um, with people my own age. And it was just something I hadn't um, experienced before. I had, I mean, we had friends growing up that were Christians, but it was middle school. It was high school. It was just youth group. Yeah. yeah. Like... It was a lot of drama, <laughs> a lot of boy drama, and it, it wasn't a lot of like sharing ministry opportunities together and growing in your faith together it was just like you know typical middle school high school friendships but mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah so coming back yeah I was definitely I had this mindset that like obviously I love my home and we've I love my church we've gone to the same church for a lot of years but I knew that there's not a lot of people my age I had like I I always said I have two friends here, and it was like my brother and Shania, so <laughs> I was very nervous about that. That's cute. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I only have two friends, and then when Aaron started dating someone and you got engaged, I was like, my friends are gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but yeah, I guess more of a background also, our like small town and also our church, just the demographic is just older people. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're born and raised here 
um, there is a lot of people who want to get out of here. And when they do get out, they usually stay gone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> us coming back and kind of knowing that our options were a little limited in regards to finding other like-minded Christians who are around our age, we have no problem being surrounded by the older population who are Christians, but mm-hmm. it's just more finding the community within our age group. Um, but yeah, so coming back, I just remember being like, okay, like, I really wish I had that, or I wonder how could I find that, and um, sometimes you do have to put yourself out there, and it's not, it's very scary sometimes, and it's not, um, it's not always, like, (laughs) super great, but um, it's super important, um, at least with my story, because I usually came back and, like, I volunteer and help at Awana's for our church. Awana's is um, a ministry for um, grades, I think sixth and sixth grade and under, um, helping them learn their verses and stuff and play games and all that sort of thing. Um, but then our, our youth pastor encount- um, came to me and asked, hey, would you like to help with the youth group this year? Um, and at first I was very intimidating and scared because I was like teenagers, like <laughs> I don't think I'm equipped for something like that. And I feel like I still am not at all by any Mm -hmm. means. Yep. (laughs) But just because you feel like you're not good enough or whatever, God can use you in in so many different ways. That's my point. (laughs) But, um, and it's funny because I remember, like Shania and I were never great at keeping in touch when we were in separate places. (laughs) But I do remember talking to her in my last year through like FaceTime or text and she she was like yeah I got asked to help with the youth group I'm trying to decide Mm -hmm. and that was exciting yeah it was cool um I was like I don't I I think I kind of played devil's advocate and kind of said like oh you know here's the the pros and the cons yeah she ended up saying yes yeah (laughs) and but with that there is um, but because I had said yes, you know, it was an opportunity to um, uh, also be poured into by our youth pastor's wife. And so, you know, the idea of um, just her pouring into me and then me pouring into the youth group kids in my group. And so that's how it started. And I guess with me and also kind of similar maybe to Michaela, but... Um, the opportunity for someone to mentor mentor me in our church kind of came to me which is such a blessing I didn't have Mm -hmm. to actually go look for it which I think is a lot of the times the case where you do have to go look for it more Mm -hmm. and it doesn't just land right in your lap and it did for me so I was very grateful that I didn't have to go like long and hard and searching and someone was like oh I don't know I don't feel like I'm equipped to mentor you like (laughs) you know the pastor's wife was very like, no, yeah, like, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, mentor you and help you out. And she has four kids of her own, so mentorship didn't look like me going to coffee with her, just me and her. It was mm-hmm. um, me at her house with her kids, getting to watch how she disciplined her kids in mm-hmm. a loving but stern way and help her full laundry as I'm sometimes ranting to her and talking with her about different things as she's <laughs> encouraging me with Bible verses or just relating with to me about life. Um, I don't know. So it kind of landed in my lap with my mentor right now. But that's not everyone's story. That's so what's, not what's, what what's your story? <laughs> so like I said, I didn't have a mentor in college. And I don't remember the exact timeline, but I moved um, 
back to Alaska in December of 2021, and then I started my student teaching in the spring semester, so January to like May. And I don't know at what point in that um, semester, but I had actually approached, I remember I had talked to my parents first because I kind of feel like they're my counselors first. I, I just rant and vent to them about a lot or seek advice from them, but I was talking to my dad actually, and I think I was just saying that I felt lost and kind of mm. confused, mm. which is so funny because feel like student teaching was pretty structured and like looking at that point in my life and then the season that followed I feel like the next season was way more lost and confused Mm. but (laughs) I I just wanted some mentorship and I wanted counsel and I um, talked to my dad about it he quoted this verse in Psalms that um I'm going to summarize but it said to like seek as much counsel as you can get and so I actually had a few, I think two different women in mind that were kind of in the next stage of life from me. They're both married, they have kids, um, and I just looked up to them. I I looked up to the way that they live their lives and the way they serve in church and, like you said, the way they Mm -hmm. um, parent. And so kind of thought about who might be a good person to ask. They were both great women, but seemed like one of them was in maybe just a little bit less of a crazy um, season of life. And so mm. I ended up going up to her and asking her. She's someone I'd A known. less crazy season of life? That's so <laughs> I funny. Know. I Since remember... I, know what you're, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So I think that's so funny. Like, who is more crazy season? <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, I'd known her for quite a few years. I met her out when I was going to a Bible camp one year and she was out there serving as like a counselor but she hadn't been my counselor so I just kind of seen her even though that sounds kind of creepy but I just seen her in church in life and I looked up to her and so I went and asked her and I was like hey I was just wondering like would you be willing to mentor me and um I was it was pretty cool because she was like yeah I would love to and Mm. like it, it, there was no like eh, let me think about it like eh, yeah I don't really know she was just really open and um thinking about it now I'm really appreciative of that because I have seen so often how we just we don't feel equipped when we yeah. get asked to do mm-hmm. hard things and we say no and I've seen that a lot in our church too just yeah women not feeling ready to be a mentor and I do remember someone giving me some advice a long time ago and it was to get a mentor and then also to find someone that you can mentor as well and mm-hmm. I just thought that was really cool like not only look for ways to be poured into but do the same for someone else and um, a few months after I had been meeting with my mentor a girl who's in high school actually asked me to be her discipleship partner something to have to do for school but I I said yes same as my mentor because no I did not feel ready or equipped or like I should be asked but I I felt like I yeah say yes like it's hard and it's scary but that can't be the reason that like God can still use anyone and Mm -hmm. so I said yes and I can definitely say that it hasn't gone 
as well as I'd like to. Um, like, we haven't been the best about meeting consistently, but mm-hmm. I'm still glad that I said yes, and I still think that we have to be ready to serve and to say yes when those opportunities arise. So mm-hmm. it's been a good learning experience, too. But. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, I think it's important to note, though, especially for whoever is listening, whether they be a Christian or not, what the idea of mentorship is to us mm-hmm. because um, it's not this, like, you know, older figure um, opening the Bible to us and just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe some people have a are not understanding fully, like, what yeah. we mean or what we're talking about. But, and it doesn't have to look like anything super specific. And, yeah. like, at at the core of it, it's literally just a friendship that we're building with, mm-hmm. you know, someone who is older, um, like-minded, and also has, you know, faith in Jesus Christ, and just helps us and gives us that wise counsel. And Titus, we're called, you know, the older women are called to, you know, bring the young women in and teach them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, older women meaning, okay, you know, it can also be older, sure, you know, 90s, 80s, 70s, whatever, <laughs> but, you know, even us me and Michaela who are also older compared to someone Mm -hmm. who's in high school or the youth group age and so Mm -hmm. um I just feel like that's important to kind of point out yeah behinding and kind of what we mean by yeah mentorship I feel like it's having someone that you can go to for counsel too Mm -hmm. and so whether that be counseling your faith or making a decision or just like hey what was your experience in this stage of life like how did you get through it and Mm-hmm. I think there's so much value in learning from people that have gone through a stage before you. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that, like, we glance over sometimes because, well, you have to go through it yourself to really learn. But yeah. it's like, <laughs> while you do, like, in, to some degree, like, someone can try and prepare you and um, help you avoid, like, making a mistake or something to a certain point you have to make up your own mind but at the same time why go like into it blind when you can get advice you can get um comfort knowing that oh you know she went through the same thing as me and like look at where she is now and stuff Mm -hmm. so I just think that there is so much value in learning from people who have gone through it before and so yeah Mm -hmm. but also um a big part about finding godly community for both of us, I think, was finding someone um, older than us to kind of pour into our lives, but also finding people our own age. Like, mm-hmm. we definitely were so blessed by that in college, and then we moved home. And like Shania said, it was like, okay, where's my community at? Like, there's no one. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> Shania and I. And I think part of that part of the issue um, for me at least was I wasn't actually seeing the community that was in front of me I was looking for I had a certain picture of what I was looking for Mm. I wanted you know that's funny certain (laughs) girls who are you know like we share the same interests we both like like we're into the same things and stuff because that's what I was used to in college Mm -hmm. and that is not always you know you can't just look for what you want and I think that God he's so much bigger than that like he can use Mm -hmm. you know so many more people and he has 
a way better plan than us. And yeah. so, um, like Shania shared, she she said yes to helping with youth group. And um, maybe you want to share about what kind of people, I don't know, the <laughs> yeah. other leaders in youth So <laughs> that's um, originally our youth pastor just kind of had this idea of, um, you know, bringing in kind of um, other helpers or leaders who were kind of in their uh, 20s to um, mid-20s or even late 20s um, mm-hmm. and just kind of being other leaders and helpers that the kids can look up to, ask questions, and just help overall with the youth group. And it's not just um, like the burden is kind of shared with the different responsibilities and stuff mm-hmm. um, and even with Bible study to help the kiddos out. So um that's kind of how it started. He was kind of recruiting different people, and the people that he was recruiting, I remember, of course, growing up with in the church, but <laughs> I was not, I would say, friends with these people. I saw them growing up, went to Iwana with them, even went to youth group myself with them, but we were not best friends, so it's just kind of like, you know, so when you grow up with school, it's like they're there, but you hardly acknowledge them, or maybe you saw <laughs> them once in a blue moon. Yeah. And so... Um, I think there was, wait, what's, six of us, that's why it's called that, so, um, there was six of us at first, and I remember, um, coming in together, and we were all gonna get together and just play games and fellowship, um, at the youth pastor's house, and so we did, and I remember thinking it was so weird, like, (laughs) just these people that I hadn't seen or really talked with in so long, and, but we all were kind of coming back, um, from the same season, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a couple years different in ages or whatever, but they also were coming back from college as well, um, or just college in general. Mm-hmm. So we were all brought together, and at first it started with just games and fellowship time and just hanging out, getting to know each other better, and then it shifted to, you know, getting together um, and doing Bible studies every week. Mm-hmm. And whether it be, um, like I said, a Bible study, or we did a book on spiritual disciplines or something mm-hmm. like that, um, and it kind of went on from there but it's just so interesting and we do that once a week and then also um once a week we go and help with the youth group and then literally it's the next day where we all meet as the young adult leaders with pastor to pour into us and do our bible study and so that godly community with other people our age um is even though I'm not like super close with every one of them and at first it was weird and awkward (laughs) um definitely made me realize how important it is and how much I needed that and I feel like as I am growing up um especially now that I've recently been married and stuff that um is so 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 important in our lives Mm. to have that godly community that can really we can really lean into um for literally anything um and to share that bond we have um in the the fact that we are that we are christians and that we uh, love christ and that we all have the same mission you know Mm -hmm. and that mission is to um, spread the gospel and encourage each other in whatever aspect we need and so once we leave and go out from you know our bible study with each other um whatever job we go into we are I would think of it as like our cup is full, like we've left mm-hmm. from there and then yeah. now we are going to be pouring into other people in our jobs in healthcare or jobs as what I feel like 
I was thinking of dental stuff, but that's also here, so. Um, whatever the job is, like, yeah. outside, it's just, um, that's just kind of how I see it, and, yeah. In the youth group Bible study, they've been in Acts, and we see that so much with Paul, like, no mm. matter where he was. Got a lot of friends that he's with. <laughs> yep. The first thing he would do um, is either, like, go share and preach in the synagogue or he would go find other brothers and sisters and Mm. we don't know if he knew those people people before or if he was just finding like other christians and then getting to fellowship with them and it didn't matter if he was there for like a day or for a week Mm -hmm. that was he made a priority to meet with other believers and i think there's so much value in that but yeah it's kind of jumping ahead um (laughs) I, so I was here for, I think about eight months. I had lived in Alaska again for eight months. I was also serving in church, but like Shania used to, I was serving in Iwanas, um, in the Cubbies, which, um, as an elementary ed major, I love little kids. I've always loved working with, especially like four and five-year-olds. Um, so the Cubbies is three and four-year-olds, and they brought so much joy to my life. There was so much joy serving there. Um, but then at some point in the year, th- so the the group that Shania had mentioned with the leaders from the youth group, they were called the Super Six. <laughs> there were six of them. And one of them was my brother, my older brother, who lives in Alaska right now too. And he just knew, you know, from me, he's one of my best friends, he knew from me sharing that I was just having a hard time because I didn't have the community Mm. here. Like I said, it was just, I felt like I only had Shania and Aaron. And so Aaron kind of advocated for me to um, get to join the group as they met once a week for fellowship and games, even though everyone else was serving in the youth group and I wasn't. um, They did um, let me come in and kind of join that I forgot you joined before like helping me through. <laughs> yes <laughs> and let me just say guys my first week going I don't know how long you guys had been meeting but it was awkward yeah. it was <laughs> I was like everybody is so quiet I know. and like like Shania said we'd known these people our whole like a, a big part of our lives but we weren't really friends like we'd gone to church mm-hmm. together we'd gone to youth group together but we weren't in the same like friend groups we didn't really talk um and I think that's part of the dauntingness of like coming back home after college is like you have especially if you're in a small town you have a history with so many people and so it's like they saw me when I was in my awkward stage and all this stuff Mm -hmm. or it just feels awkward but very quickly especially because um my brother was there um we just you know, made jokes, had fun like we normally would, and slowly I feel like I just felt the group kind of open up more, maybe loosen up more, and just get to know each other better, and so at first it was kind of awkward my first time going. I was I was so excited for something with young people, but at the same time, after it was done, I was like, eh, I don't know. That was kind of awkward. <laughs> really, that's funny. Yeah. So I don't know how long I went to that before the youth pastor asked me if I would be interested in joining um, as a leader as well. And I took a few weeks trying to decide if I wanted 
to do that or not because like I said I loved working with cubbies I loved that age group and it truly did bring me so much joy each week but um, I decided to say yes to youth group and I am grateful I think it's hard because I in a perfect world I'd love to be able to do it all um, you yeah know, be, be able to serve in every capacity but obviously there's not enough time and energy for that but a big part of serving with youth group um, was Wednesday nights obviously is when we meet um, and I was nervous because it's easy to work with little kids it's harder to work with um, teenagers. teenagers yes and teenagers. I, <laughs> I remembered like being in that stage I knew how I was and I was just nervous and I was like uh, like there's so many hormones going on and I, <laughs> how am I gonna you know relate to these girls and or how and are you guys? gonna even get to talk with them like yes. some of them still might give you the cold shoulder or might yeah. think that you are so lame yes and not cool and <laughs> they can see through you that you're trying so hard right I remember thinking that. yeah but um my first event with the youth group we went to Homer for the day we took a bunch of kids, and I actually ended up driving a car down. So, again... I forgot. That was your... <laughs> I had a Suburban full of kids. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I didn't drive. Um, I was... My brother was driving, and I was okay. in the backseat. My next trip with them, I drove a Suburban full of boys who I did not really, you know, know, and that was just a funny experience. So... So much of ministry, like we've said, is just saying yes. And even when you don't feel equipped, it's saying yes. Um, and praying, praying for <laughs> for wisdom, for, mm-hmm. for, for the right words, and for the right heart, I feel like, too, to reach the kids. But I said yes. I did a few activities with them. Um, I got to help out with worship some, which was great for me because I love... Um, singing and I've always loved music and I serve on the worship team on Sundays with our church so I think it was just a good fit of like realizing that I could use um, like realizing that God had given me skills that I could use to the youth even though I didn't think I had any. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Started working with them, started going to the to the Thursday night Bible study as well and Um, it has just been such a blessing and I've just gotten to see the other leaders and us grow so much closer and I think it's such a beautiful thing um, that God used that um, ministry opportunity and he brought us all kind of together and the youth pastor too he he even said like I didn't expect you guys to all become such good friends and he was happy about it because (laughs) how great that like we're all serving together and we have like not only are we going and serving but we're also supporting each other else like in that and outside of that in in our everyday life and now we do like last summer I did hikes with those um friends birthday parties (laughs) (laughs) and um like game nights just playing like like, we're getting together outside of just doing Bible study. Yes. <laughs> so. And definitely something that I've been learning um, just in the last, like, I don't even know how long, I guess, year and a half-ish that I've been back in Alaska is just 
kind of the body of Christ and and realizing how important it is not only um, to, I think that we are made to crave communion with God, and I think part of that can be fellowship with other believers in Christ. Um, and so just kind of realizing the importance of, like we said, multi-generational community, but also yeah. community with your own peers. And the body of Christ is so big, and there's so many um, skills, so many personalities, and it's just been a joy to kind of step into that more because I think for a lot of years going to church, you know, I loved it. That was my place. I knew so many different people, but at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't as involved as I am now and I didn't have as close of relationships as I do now. And so mm-hmm. it's just been, it's been really cool to see how God's been working through the godly community in our lives. Um, yeah, since we've moved back. I think also with the multi-generational thing and touching on what you were saying about like um, just the different the different people that we were with in our Bible study and how mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess earlier you were saying like, you know, my idea Bible study, you know, is like girls who maybe looked like this and had mm-hmm. similar interests like me because that's kind of what college was. Yeah. And like I'm with her on that too. Like our Bible study just kind of um, maybe also like very aesthetic to a degree. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> yep. So, um, but in this case, that's not like what it is at all. And, um, I guess I'm trying to say this more in encouraging maybe other people who, whatever they are trying to look for out there or how they want, you know, their community to look like or be like or whatever, um, there is beauty in you know being with other christians who are so different from you personality wise how they look Mm -hmm. their talents what they do for a living whatever yeah um because you know they can help you in something that you might not even realize or push you to something that Mm -hmm. you don't even know or weren't even considering um and you know god may makes us or has made us all very uniquely different Mm -hmm. um and so I think it's great. And even though it might be awkward or whatever, <laughs> we um, don't need to be in a room with other pe- other people who have similar interests. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many different types of people with talents and all different types of things. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's whoever is really like, oh, I, I am looking for like a godly community or this or that. And you stumble upon one. Maybe it's you know, at your church and it doesn't look like what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's older women here, kind of younger women here, whatever, or it's a mix of something or whatever it may be. You're like, I don't think I could be friends with these people or <laughs> I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Um, don't do that for yourself because I think that is also, the devil does not want you to be in a Bible study. <laughs> you got to remember that. The devil does not want you to find other Christians who are like-minded like as you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want you to be awkward and uncomfortable about that and want to just leave. And yeah, don't give it another chance. Mm-hmm. No, keep giving it chances because in that, like what Michaela was saying, our youth pastor was like, wow, I didn't expect you guys all to be friends. Like that'll happen eventually, I believe. I mean, are you going to be like super best friends with everyone? Probably not. But you are, you're going to have that same brotherly love or sisterly love in Christ mm-hmm. um, for them 
and just through the different things that they go through and I think eventually you will be friends with them like mm-hmm. so I think inevitably that'll end up happening because um, you you share the same mission and mindset so. yeah I think also something I'd like to say is sometimes you can stumble upon it but also sometimes you have to be part of making it happen and I think yeah. that's something that that's huge that's we went <laughs> through is it there was people our own age um in front of us like in our in our church that we um maybe had overlooked because like we said it wasn't what we were looking for and we thought like oh we don't have anything in common with these people but at the same time there was they weren't meeting together so we had to be a part of um, making that community happen and like getting us mm-hmm. together, giving us a reason to meet once a week um, yeah. through a Bible study. And um, our youth pastor said too, like, oh yeah, I didn't really realize there wasn't something for your age or like your season mm-hmm. of life. Because yeah. there was like a college um, Bible study that met and then there was also um, Bible studies for like married couples or young families, but we weren't in that stage yet. We were kind of just floating in between, mm-hmm. trying to. We were all trying to figure out like, okay, where do we fit in? And so we had to be a part of making that happen. So if at your church, you know, oh, there's no Bible studies for me, and so maybe you're going to look elsewhere, or you're thinking, because this was huge for me. I had thought um, when I first moved back. Like, I want to move somewhere else because here doesn't have my community. And so I'm going to move somewhere where, you know, it's already set up for me. Mm -hmm. All those girls that I want to hang out with, they're there. And so I'm going to move somewhere else. Well, (laughs) God had other plans. And um, I I continued to pray and just, you know, seek out that community here. and, And he helped me find it, but also helped me be a part of making that happen here. And Mm. so... I think if you're thinking, I need to go somewhere else to find that, well, look around. Is there a way that you can help start that where you are? And mm. I think that's something that's very hard. It's It takes a lot of work, but at the same time, it's worth it. And there's so many blessings um, from being a part of that and building community where you're at. So, Yeah, that is very important. And I think can very can be very hard because that's really not our story like we were Mm -hmm. able to kind of find that community we didn't necessarily have to start it and if I just can't I mean I can't imagine but I also can't because I know that would be scary for whoever (laughs) girl or guys out there thinking like okay yeah my options are very limited but I really need something and I really want to start something I want to have that community Mm -hmm. um and yeah like texting a couple people asking hey can we like do something can we like start in acts or can we start Mm -hmm. in esther or romans and be like oh yeah sure okay like i mean you might not get all yeses or you might get some like and it's and i think the reason also we are talking so much about community because it's not only just you know um other fellow christians who are also becoming your friends um really refining you and and shaping you to be um just uh a better you but a a better wife sister Mm -hmm. friend you know yeah and it's also accountability as well and also leaning onto other people for prayer Mm -hmm. um 
because there is so much power in multiple people praying. Mm-hmm. And um, I think with, at least personally, why I think godly community is so important and it's helped me is because it's held me accountable to study the Bible mm-hmm. like every day. Yes. If I did not have um, the once a week <laughs> I was that I had to meet with, with my other friends, with Michaela over here and et cetera, mm-hmm. I would not have that push inside me. Now does that mean I'm like a horrible Christian for not having <laughs> that like extra push I need to just do it by myself if I had no one else, you know, <laughs> that I needed to meet with or something? No, I don't think so. It means, you know, that's why God has um, created, like has talked about like um, being friends with other believers and stuff because you want to be pushed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, at least for me, why I'm like, I need this in my life and can I make every week? No, sometimes I have work, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, now that I'm newly married, I have to think of my husband sometimes <laughs> on different things because he's you know, working late or working early, whatever the case may be, but um, it just pushes me that little extra bit to, like, um, study daily myself, and then I can come once a week and share what I've learned or mm-hmm. hear what other people have learned yeah. and how it's shaped their lives and whatever they tell me, I'm like, wow, that's great. You know, they see that they got something from that completely different than what I did because... <laughs> They're in a completely different stage of life sometimes than me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just... Yeah, accountability is huge. And I I would say the same thing. Like, I definitely struggle to do my own devotions, my own private prayer. And so just having that accountability almost twice a week, because once a week we're teaching at youth group, and Mm -hmm. then the next day um, we're in the chapter ahead mm-hmm. the week ahead and so um like serving in Awanas that was a it's great it's great to serve the mm-hmm. children um but there wasn't there wasn't a lot of accountability there you know I didn't have to study the bible to be a leader for kids true I still read my bible but it it just wasn't the same and so um there's that helpful pressure <laughs> there has been yeah and then I just, I just think it's been good to practice, yeah, like, studying my Bible, um, but also leading and, like, speaking, and mm. there's just been so many ways that I've had to be pushed, and it's been good. Like, mm. we're pushing each other. Push. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also going back to, like, not, not looking for one specific thing, um, while we have shared about our... Um, our small group here and and how it's it wasn't what we thought it would be but it's been so um, encouraging it also doesn't need to be huge because it started out as six people it's maybe at its biggest like 10 people now mm-hmm. um, because we have opened it up to other people in a similar um yeah this isn't gigantic yeah. so I don't know I didn't think about that. Yeah, because <laughs> in college, I feel like it always was. At least yeah. at my school, my school mm-hmm. was over twenty thousand kids. So it's like when we do, you know, some faith related thing, it's huge, and it's, you know, it has this cool name like the porch or yeah. you know the gathering and stuff, and you think that it has to be this huge ministry 
to be important, but even with, like, what we're doing here with this podcast, like, we don't know how many people are going to listen, but that doesn't, (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't mean that God can still use it, um, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. There was something, oh, that was what something that you said. I had forgotten very early on, you had given, like, your testimony mm-hmm. at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea you were going to, because this was a time, so we'll get into this in, like, another time, but <laughs> I, I'll give a little bit, though. I was working full-time as a wound care nurse, so just kind of that uh, season was very busy, so it was, like, a hit or miss when I can come to youth group at times. I kind of felt very bad for it, but I was, I knew, and I was also engaged at the same time, so I just knew, and also my mentor encouraged me, hey, it's just this season, like, don't worry about, like, us judging you or me judging you or something, we know Mm -hmm. that it's just so busy for you this time, and so I was very comforted, like, comforted by that, and I was like, okay, phew, like, thank goodness. I don't know if she said that. Yeah, so it it was, it was a talk, it was a talk, (laughs) very much, and it was more like, if you can make one, please make the youth group one, you know, Mm -hmm. and so that's what I... That's why I was never there on mm-hmm. Thursdays. And yeah. when I did go on Wednesdays, it was mainly um, just for that Bible study part. And I had to leave because I was waking up early, usually the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's a sign note. But <laughs> um, yeah, you hadn't told me that you were giving your testimony. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I think it was the first week that the new school year was starting for that yeah. youth group class. And she went up there and it was just for the girls. So it was, mm-hmm. she was speaking to the girls and I just remember sitting back and thinking, like, wow, like, okay, this is not, I'm not trying to say this mean or anything, but I just, when listening to her, I was like, wow, she's come such a long way. Like, I remember just us in high school and even in middle school when we were not friends and we kind of didn't like each other in middle school. Another story for another time. Yeah, but just, like, and of course we were, like, we would catch up in the summers and stuff mm-hmm. as friends, but Michaela, like Michaela said, we weren't great at communicating with each other during mm-hmm. the school year. Yeah. So, um, and I hadn't really heard her speak like that, mm-hmm. like in front of an audience and also about her testimony like that or just that topic in general. And immediately when you were talking, <laughs> like, and just, it wasn't super long, but when you were done, I literally was like, yeah, for, um... Yeah, the pastor made the right decision on asking her, but um, I almost had a name. So yeah, there, it's okay. It's fine. Whoever is actually listening to this, they understand. But if it's a stranger, they won't know. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I just that was a random memory that came mm-hmm. up. Anyway, um, do you have any other thoughts or anything else you'd like to add before <laughs> we wrap up? I think we'll save it for. For another time, yeah. Okay, (laughs) all right. Well, um, thank you so much for joining with us and listening, you guys. We really hope this kind of encourages you, Mm -hmm. um, as this time has encouraged us as well. And um, just, it's a time for us to rest and reflect (laughs) on this, what we've experienced. um, And just in this topic in general, I think we can be going on and on about this. But um, Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, we just wanted to encourage you guys and hopefully you'll find this helpful as well so yeah just kind of share your experience with whoever ends up hearing this and hope you can rest and reflect on this as well (laughs) nice all right (laughs)